Welcome to the Scaling Creative Podcast. Welcome. We're excited. Woo. It's been a little bit. It's good to be yeah. back. It's been a hot minute. A solid good month. That's right. You know how with um, television shows, they take that little break? They take a long break. It's like Thanksgiving really all the way through long. like February. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. So we just had a little, right. little mid-season break. We had to talk with the producers about a little yeah. break. And, yeah. <laughs> Not at all. You know. But no, it's good to be back. Last Very time good. we had wine. Yes. Which I... I think I prefer. Right now it's early in the morning, so we decided oh, to yeah. stick with coffee. So last episode was a little bit later in the day. So later, later like two, <laughs> two o'clock in the afternoon later. Plenty, plenty later. Hey, up. you know, you could do wine early. You got to do, do what you got to do. A little grape juice in the morning. Right. Yeah, but, but we're I'm excited, excited to be about back. this topic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is a good one. So we decided on this specific topic because yesterday, you want to tell them? Your experience? Yeah, yesterday, and I think a lot of days, Right, we were in like a local business and just kind of chatting with the people. Like We like to make friends with people, yep. but kind of just nonchalantly ask, you know, how you doing? And, and I always joke with people and I always say, like, anytime someone asks me, like, how I am, I'm always like, living the dream, because like, that's how I feel. Right. But so I jokingly was kind of saying that yeah. to someone like, how you doing? Living the dream? And I was like, living my, quote, nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of laugh like because you're not going to be like well geez yeah but yet that's how most people feel mm-hmm. like in their jobs and so instantly we were like we need to record a podcast like, about people that hate, hate their job. job yeah how to not hate your job yeah because there are solutions and For this sure. is just a situation that i feel like i see everyone in mm-hmm. the amount of people that just are not happy and doing nothing that's what i want right about. right right it's true to improve it yeah because discontent i think if you're discontent without it you'll be discontent with it because mm-hmm. being discontent is, is a mindset. And, and if that's something that you're not working on, then because here's the thing, let's say in your job, you hate your job and you're super unhappy there. And you think, well, as soon as I get this job, mm-hmm. fill in the blank, then I'll be content. Then I'll be happy. Or if I had that person's Yeah, life. yeah, yeah. Or if I had that person's life. Or, it, you know, if I was married or like all these different things. But if you can't be content, Mm-hmm. In your current place, season, place of work, whatever it is, I guarantee you, when you get the thing, it's not going to fulfill you because it's a mindset. You didn't mm-hmm. work on that. Yeah, people just treat happiness like it's a destination or like, mm-hmm. oh, it's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Like once I get there, I'll get. You know, and it's a decision. Is all it is. It's something that you can actually decide to do. And if your current situation is something isn't something that's making you happy, it's true. There's so many people that just live as if they're sitting on a nail, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, it doesn't hurt bad enough. For me to move. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just enough that, you know, I, I'm just uncomfortable, but whatever. And I'm like, man, there's so many things you could be doing to change your situation, which will then help you to get out of where the situation you're in. Some people, I think, are just, they, they look at the, what it would take to get out of the situation. Right. And that seems more, like, more work and more just out of the realm of possibility. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So they just stay stuck mm-hmm. because people are just impatient. Yeah, and the whole conversation about this this topic is just comes down to patience, like mm-hmm. knowing you can get out of your situation and you can plan for to do what you want, mm-hmm. but not tomorrow. Yeah, like, right. I've heard someone plan. I've heard someone say that where until the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain yep. of change, until then you you won't change. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I also think that. I don't really know if you should actually have to get to that point. I don't think you have to get to the point where it's no. so painful that you have to change. But if you, I just read a book, which I'm sure is shocking to you guys. <laughs> yes, very <laughs> shocking. But it's called The Now Habit. And it was actually written a really long time ago. There's like a new updated version of it out. I think his name is Neil Fiore. Okay. But anyways, it's all about essentially how to not procrastinate and the reason why we procrastinate. Mm. And that this mindset holds people back when if we would just start now doing a small thing, whether it is changing your mind, whether it's, you know, having a new affirmation. Uh, One thing I'm working on right now is morning words that I say to myself, but then also start of the workday words because your brain is so incredibly powerful and whatever you say internally, like, the world around you just comes to prove it. Right. Right. So if you say like, I hate my job or not living the dream, I'm more like living the nightmare, then 
that's what's going to happen. Because mm-hmm. what you focus on magnifies and multiplies. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, but yeah, this book, The Now Habit, was really about learning why you procrastinate and you know, how to, how to switch a few things around so that you go from a procrastinator to a producer, but so much of it is internal. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And I just think people don't realize that you, like your current nightmare of a job Mm -hmm. will never not suddenly become a nightmare (laughs) with you doing nothing different than what you already are doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that's just, that's just the part that drives me nuts. Yeah. It's like, I'm not saying that there's any way that everyone can be in their job and loving their job. Yeah. But your job that you walk into and know is your nightmare job will never suddenly you wake up and you're going to be like, it's you know what? Job. This is actually my dream. Yeah. Like it's a mindset, but it's yeah. also just the reality of like, if it's actually a nightmare mm-hmm. and you really don't want to actually be there. You better, what are you doing to make sure you don't stay there? Mm -hmm. Because it's not just going to, it doesn't just get better. Yeah. And so I think there's lots of practicals that I hope, you know, people can take away from this, but it just is crazy to me because Mm -hmm. like I've been in this situation before where I wasn't doing exactly what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I made the decision to say three years from now, I'm still not going to be doing what I want if I'm still doing the same thing. Right. So I need to start now doing something. So that three years from now, I'm not doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what it is. But it's, all, it's the patience. And I think people also just don't have that. Right, right. right. They know what it would take. Mm-hmm. Like people all the time ask about YouTube and about different mm-hmm. things about like, well, how do I start? I'm like, well, you start making hundreds of videos and no one watches and no one watches. Yeah. And eventually people watch and, then, and they're like, that's just, that just, mm-hmm. I want it to happen now. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. And right. neither does going to your dream job, mm-hmm. starting your own business. Mm-hmm. You don't decide you're going to start a business and tomorrow you quit your job and start the business and then be like, uh-oh, now what? Mm-hmm. You build yeah, so that you eventually mm-hmm. can make that your job. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people just, they don't, they, like they, they get scared of like being in, in like the stepping stone phase where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you can easily just be, it's okay to be in the stepping stone phase, but in the background, you should mm-hmm. always be you know, working to get to where it is you want to get to. Mm-hmm. I think people are just, they're, they're, they're so focused on where they're at when they can be doing things in the background to get somewhere else. And I, I remember when I was 18, I actually heard someone tell me that to find what it is you love to do and find a way to make a living doing it. Mm. And that has stuck, like stayed with me for years. Like, and now I, I, I find ways to always do what it is I love, but to make a living doing it. And I think that everybody, I have a big belief that everybody has a gift. And, and oh, they have a sure. gift for a reason. For sure. And if you can find a way to make money using that gift so it feels as if like, okay, this is like almost purposeful now mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. I think it's really important to, to, to find that thing that you love because if you love to do it naturally, mm-hmm. imagine getting paid for it. And the beginning is always hard. Of always. Anything. You know, there's this one, I can't remember what Olympic swimmer it was, but she said that, you know, she's doing what she loves, but there are two things that she hates the most in life. And it is mornings and cold water. <laughs> and every single morning, swimmers, like, they get up really early in the morning and they jump into cold water. Right. And she, that's her, those are her two least favorite things, but it's also a part of her dream. So right. just because you have the, maybe this dream, like, sometimes it takes doing the hard stuff that you don't actually like, mm. um, but, but being committed to it because you see a bigger, sure. a bigger purpose. Like, if you're chopping down a tree... Right. It's, it, it's going to take you quite a few swings <laughs> and true. it's not the last swing that, you know, makes the tree fall down. It's all of the ones stacked up. Mm-hmm. So right. mm-hmm. it takes a lot of little bit, little bits of effort mm-hmm. to actually, you know, make the thing work. It's true. And I think the important thing, too, regarding all that is like to realize that no matter how much you love what you do, mm-hmm. there are also just going to be days that yes. things aren't great. Mm-hmm. And during those times, it's trying to remember that like where you're currently at is actually where you said you wanted to be a while ago. And so mm-hmm. as bad as it feels in that current horror situation, it's like if someone were to ask me three years ago, would I love to be in the situation I'm in? Mm-hmm. And I would say yes. Yeah. Well, then it's uh, m- my problem and mm-hmm. something I need to physically work on to mm-hmm. be able to remind myself that like it's not always stuff. perfect right 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 and that's just the reality mm-hmm. I see a lot of people that like the minute one thing 
isn't what they want. It's like, I need to make a change and I need to do this and I need to do this and this. I've seen people go from job to job to job to job, but they're like, I finally got my dream job. And like three months later, they're like, I just feel like I want, this isn't working. And I'm like, that's an internal problem. Yes. That is not, the job didn't get worse. Mm -hmm. It was the one you wanted. And then just human instinct, you aren't content and you move on and you need something else and something else. Right. But it's just not always perfect. Right. And if you're in that mind mindset, you're never you're never going to be in a dream situation because mm-hmm. dream situations only look good when you're seeing them from the outside. Like I see someone's situation, I'm like, oh, that would be so nice to have. But they're probably looking at other situations saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Always yeah, for sure. Like I was gonna say that I think you. I mean, you guys didn't necessarily do this. I don't think, but so many people go to college. For, because they think that's what they're supposed to do. And they go into careers that either they feel like their parents wanted them to go mm-hmm. into or, you know, this is what everybody else is doing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I really believe that so many people go to college and get degrees in something they don't actually even like. And then they get jobs that they're not happy in because they didn't actually follow mm-hmm. their heart or their, you know, what was internal for them. Right. Or they didn't, they weren't allowed to experiment and try to figure that out. So I graduated college with a bachelor's in American Sign Language Interpreting, right? Which I, and we're not going to go into <laughs> into that, <laughs> but come out of college, you know, get the job that I'm supposed to get sure. because of the degree that I got. And every single morning waking up and just thinking, oh, again, doing something that I actually don't want to do. Mm-hmm, and right. so I started doing my side job um, and I worked every Saturday because that was the only time that I had. And I specifically worked very strategically mm-hmm. that day. And in six months, I really changed a lot of things in my life. And then okay. I was able to leave my job cause I had replaced my income. Mm-hmm. So, but there were a lot of days I didn't really want to take my Saturday. I worked all week, mm-hmm. right, right. <laughs> super involved in my church on Sunday. So it was like that sacrifice mm-hmm. to give up my Saturday for a greater good because I wanted to change my situation. Yeah. And realizing that you either could give up the Saturday that you really didn't want to give up mm-hmm. or a year later, be saying the exact same thing that you were saying yes. a year ago, which is, I hate the situation I'm in. Yep. Right. And right. That, that's the difference. It's right. like, yeah. that's why I'm here today. That's mm-hmm. why so many of us are here today in the exact same situation. It's mm-hmm. like, you had to eventually make a decision mm-hmm. that said, this isn't going to work for me forever. Mm-hmm. Therefore, what do I have to do to make it not? Yes. And then realize that that in the middle is called work. Yeah. It's called working yeah. a ton. Even when you don't want, mm-hmm. because what's worse, mm-hmm. being in the same situation years later and still hating it, mm-hmm. or sacrificing short-term time, which is yeah. really all it is at the beginning. Yeah. Really, yeah. Just short-term time saying, like, mm-hmm. I work seven days a week, but it's only for a season mm-hmm. so that I don't have to currently do it anymore. Right. And that's what people don't want to do. Yeah. And now I'm not in that career anymore, but that was definitely a stepping stone for me mm-hmm. to like learn leadership and how to speak in front of a group of people. Mm-hmm. And so I took so much from that right. season and being an entrepreneur, I learned so many skills that mm-hmm. I'm able to utilize in other ways. I think we're so afraid of d- picking the perfect thing. Mm-hmm. It has to be this perfect purpose when I think there are several adequate starts, starting Mm -hmm. points. Right. You don't need the perfect one. Yep. I think there's this false perfection Mm -hmm. that everyone is so afraid to step. There's several adequate starting points. And it's a mindset of whether or not the situation you're in, whether you like it or not, whether you are learning from the situation. Mm -hmm. Being in a terrible job Mm -hmm. that you don't like at all, but... If you work for somebody and you're in a terrible job that you hate, but you ultimately want to be a boss and you want to eventually run your own business, mm-hmm. you do realize you can learn some things while you're there at the job Absolutely. you hate, right? Always. That will help you when you eventually be that situation. Yeah. And so if you can just switch that mindset of mm-hmm. like, I don't love the job I'm in. I don't mm-hmm. love it whatsoever. But number one, it pays me money, yes. which is pretty important. Yep. Number two, when you got interviewed for that job, they trusted that you were going to work for the salary that you're paying. Mm -hmm. And it's disrespectful to even 
check out of a job. Yeah. When like they didn't hire you to check out of the job. They hired you to do the job. Mm -hmm. Right. Do the best you can when you're there Mm -hmm. and learn from it and then apply it because you can learn from any situation you're in. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter good or bad. Right. But you have to decide if you want to. Right. You can either sit in the back and be like, I, I hate this place. I'm not even right. gonna pay attention. Right. You can learn. You can learn from great leaders, terrible leaders, mm-hmm. great jobs, terrible jobs. There's always ways to learn. Mm-hmm. And if you actually think about that during your hustle, if you yeah. know that years from now you want to own your own business, mm-hmm. study mm-hmm. the situation you're in. Yeah. Here's some things I want to do better when I'm a boss, or yes. here's some things I really like from this leader, even though I don't like the job. Mm-hmm. Because when you get in it, you're, you, you need some experience because you're getting into, when you become a boss for the first time, mm-hmm. you've never been a boss of people. Yep. You're going to your only bank of knowledge you have, which is probably experience. Yes. <laughs> Everyone either is a terrible leader from terrible leadership or they get better and yeah. by modeling other ones. Yeah. Your attitude is everything, mm-hmm. I think, with this kind of stuff. It's just mm-hmm. having a good attitude and understanding like exactly what you just said. It's like... Not every single situation, just because it's bad, doesn't mean you can't learn something. Mm-hmm. You can always learn something yep. from any situation, from any person. Um, and it's just a matter of, I always like look at life kind of like you keep the gold nuggets and you leave the rest. But like mm-hmm. you, there's so many gold nuggets and things that people think are negative, but it's actually, mm-hmm. I look at it as feedback or as mm-hmm. you're learning from what yeah. you're, okay, well, he's perfect. I'm not going to do that because yeah. look what happened. Yeah. You know, you learn from those things and people just have bad attitudes about stuff all the time. And write it down, I think. That's true. Because when I started journaling, I can look back and it's amazing the things that you forget Mm -hmm. if you don't write it down. You wanted a year later than then you got and you're like, this is terrible. Wait, I did say that. Yeah, it keeps you it keeps you accountable. Yeah, true. You know, and then you can also look at like sometimes if I'm in a bad place and in my mindset or I'm like saying I have to do this or I have to do this or I need to do this, the the term I have to um or I should the Neil Fiore says should is the language of depression. Mm-hmm. I should fill in the blank. I should work out. Mm-hmm. What that's saying to your brain is you should, but you don't want to. Uh And so instead you can say, I get to work out or I'm choosing to work out or I get to go to my job. And if you change Uh that in your head, it actually helps you your joy and and your happiness. should turns into should have, which is Mm, regret. Yes. Yeah. Down the road. You know, my mom always told me. That's all you say is I should have done this. Yes. And now you can't ever and that, do it again. And that right there Regret. scares me. I've oh, talked yeah. to older it people be. Oh, I know. that are like in their 70s or whatever. And they're just like, man, I no should have. things that they remember they loved. That's it's all regret. Right. Yes. It's all regret. I don't ever want to get to a certain age and be like, man, if I had only, I wish I, I should have. Yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah. scares me. Actually yeah. scares me. That I would stuff. legit rather look back and be like, what a terrible decision. Mm. But I tried yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tried it. I tried it. Sure. Rather than man, what I would do to yes. go back. And that's why like, you know, the one guy that works with us, Ben, it's like he's a great analogy of mm-hmm. made a big decision yep. to change things, to move around, mm-hmm. to do things. But yep. if if it all failed mm-hmm. and he moved back mm-hmm. at any given point, it's like he tried and went after what he wanted yeah. to go after. Right. Yeah. Well, there's no harm in that, mm-hmm. especially at a young age. Mm-hmm. There's right. so many people that are in their 20s that are like, man, I just feel like I'm going to be stuck here forever and this is such a terrible situation. Like, <laughs> you have a lot of life left yes. to live. I mean, Lord yeah. willing, you don't die of something right. else, but it's right. like we're all going to live fairly long mm-hmm. if if it all works out, hopefully. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, you have time. It's okay to do something for three years and realize it was a waste of time, mm-hmm. which is why, like, people that go to college and they don't really know what they want to do, but they're spending money in college, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, right. Graduate high school and just get a job. Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. you also know what you want to do once you do things you really don't. Yes. And then instead of wasting money trying to figure it out, yeah. just work a job out of high school or get an internship or yep. do something because mm-hmm. right away you'll know, I could do this yeah. for a while yeah. or this is not, and then you didn't waste money doing it. Right, right, right. Intern right away without yeah. a job for someone that's doing what you think you actually want to do. Yeah, you'll know real quickly. Mm-hmm. If work for you free. Do it. Yes. Work for free. Just that's all you need to do. Get your hands dirty and and learn and work yep. for free. You don't have to actually. I feel like people who study too much, they don't actually do anything. Mm-hmm. You need to actually get out and do stuff yeah, and learn from sure. people that are doing it. <laughs> yeah, I think right. people can look Simple. at someone's situation and just think to themselves like. They seem so happy. They seem mm. like that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. They don't see anything else. They only right. see right. people's highlight reels on things that yes. sometimes they don't realize that the entrepreneur that you're modeling your life yeah. after 
has a family that's falling apart or has a situation that is terrible or they're an alcoholic and you don't even know it because right. you're you're seeing what looks like success and they're looking at someone else's success of like and they're a failure in their own opinion right, right. which is why comparison is a yeah. it's just such a horrible yep. thing because also my passion is going to be different than your passion mm-hmm. because we were created yeah. differently right. you know and um, even though we're similar in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but <laughs> we each have unique purpose. Yep. Right. And so if you're comparing your purpose to someone else, like they're running in the lane that they maybe should be running right. in, but that doesn't mean that has to be yep. your lane. Have I ever talked about my theory about school? No, but I'm excited. Okay. Likewise. This is, <laughs> this is Please my Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> that there should be a year in between high school and college, right? So you have okay. 12 months yep. where you'd pick four things and you do a three-month internship in all four of those things. Okay. And then maybe go to college. But okay. get some experience. Because I know if I shadowed a sign language interpreter for three months, I'd be like, nope. Mm-hmm. This is not what I'm going to school for. Right, right. So, but I didn't know. And then I got to a place where... I remember we started shadowing people my junior year of college and I'm like, dude, I don't want to do this, but I don't want to change majors because I don't want to be stuck here for another, all this debt and you know, and I'm like, crap, (laughs) I wish I would have thought about this, you know, or just lived it Mm -hmm. for a little bit. So that's my theory. And well, here's the thing. The theory exists. Like it's called, you can do that. Right. (laughs) Anyone can do that. There are people who do that. But there at my school, like you, you did not do that well most people don't you know why because most people are impatient and they don't like the idea of knowing that like if i graduate high school and immediately go to college then i have Mm -hmm. four years until i get a job they don't like the idea of being like now would be five years because now i'm one year behind already and once again comparison they look at the person they got the job already and they're like i'm now behind i'm no you're really young it's all mindset when you're you're 19 years old and 20 years old and 21 and That's why there's still people that will be in school for six, eight years Mm -hmm. because they've changed things a million times. And it's like, you're way behind just because Mm -hmm. you still don't even know at this point probably what you want to do. That's right. But it's so, you can get a free internship at any company in the world Mm -hmm. for the most part, honestly. Like, everyone's going to hire a free intern. Yeah. Like, show for free and work. Pretty easy if you actually want to learn and Mm -hmm. they realize there's not all these alternative motives of like, mm-hmm. no, you legit want to experience what mm-hmm. it's like to see if you want to do it. But I just think people don't, they don't want to do it. Yeah. And they don't, Yeah, they, they'd rather complain about a situation than do anything mm-hmm. to improve it. Mm-hmm. It's just easier. It's much easier to complain. And I, I'm naturally, I can be a complainer. It's much easier to complain mm-hmm. than to actually like have a solution to something. Mm. But yeah, which is why it's important to have peop- good people around mm-hmm. you yeah. because, you know, there are some times where we keep each other in check mm-hmm. Sure, and accountability is a huge piece of yep. change. So let's give people some practical advice. I want to first go back to that, the journal thing you said, because okay. I, I do think this is very important. I, okay. I started, I have a digital journal that i've been using since 2014 called Mm -hmm. day one it's an app for the iphone ipad whatever Mm -hmm. and i do agree that it's very very important to even if you don't like daily journal or Mm -hmm. like just whenever the heck you want i probably have done i'd maybe do like 50 a year 60 a year but i can Mm -hmm. go back since 2000 february 2014 when i got my full-time job at Mm -hmm. the church Mm -hmm. i have documented personally in my journey and i think it's incredibly important because it is when you go back because mine with the digital version what i like is that every time you open the app it'll say like on this day mm. whatever years ago That's and you cool. can look at what you wrote yeah and you could also have a sending you push notification of like whenever it is there's something that happened on that day yeah but it's really important to look back mm-hmm. to see what you were dreaming of yeah. or praying for or thinking about or that you thought was going to be great because it can be a really good reality check of like, you know, yesterday I complained that I was in this situation, mm-hmm. but for a year straight, I wrote about how I wanted to be in this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this isn't the situation's fault. This is my fault. Yeah. Right. And you can't always do that. Mm-hmm. Like you can't always, without journaling or actually looking back at what you mm-hmm. legit wrote. Yeah. You don't remember exactly how you felt in 2014, 15, mm-hmm. or right. further. Right. But when you look back at what you wrote mm-hmm. or what you said, mm-hmm. it really helps you to have this reminder of like, yeah, this Puts is just still. Place. Or you can look back and be like, six years later, I'm still complaining about that nonsense. Yep. I need to work on the not complaining. Yeah. 
and not yeah. try to blame things on other right. people. Yeah. For sure. I think so. I I do think that, and I think that's also a practical tip of mm-hmm. like I was wherever say, you're at. That's great. Start journaling. Yeah. For your own benefit. Yep. yep. I also think there's value, like we talk about all the time, of documenting on YouTube and all that because it's mm-hmm. cool to look back. But of course. start journaling mm-hmm. exactly the situation you're in because it also will keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. Of, I six months ago I yeah. said I was going to start making a progress, and have I done? anything to do it my wife does that it, she has an entire we don't have to stay on this topic long but she has an entire bookshelf in our house mm-hmm. that literally if you just looked you would see all her journals all the way across and it just says from month to month this year yeah. from month to month this year on mm-hmm. she has so many and literally conversations she's having now with people she's like looking back four or yeah. five years ago yep. of like i wrote that down yep. like yep. crazy yep. stuff so yeah anyway it's not great. to live on it long but, no, yeah, journal. but i think sure. it is a great practical tip i think yeah for sure and one of the things i want to add to that this could be like a tip 1.5 okay. is in <laughs> when you're journaling one of the first things that i like to do is we'll just use it because for the job so the sure. job that you're going to is to write things that you're grateful for so a mm-hmm. gratitude list mm-hmm. um every single day okay. because if that's what you're focused on you know that is just what multiplies yeah so if in your journal or whatever maybe it's just even an index card i don't sure. know Mm-hmm. Just write down the things that you're grateful for, even if it's just three things yeah. that you love about that job or you're grateful that that sure, job provides sure. for you. Yeah. And that one of them should always be money. Like, just be thankful, even if your situation is horrible yeah. and you have a job. You know how many people are unemployed mm-hmm. that would love your terrible nightmare that yeah. you're living? Yeah. Just because they can't afford to put food on the table because right. they can't find a job. Like, yeah. you have something. There's gratitude. Yeah. That's why oh, I can't absolutely. stand when people are like, like mm-hmm. that because. I know a lot of people that need jobs. I know. And they probably do something, even though they hate it, just Mm -hmm. because they need a job. Be grateful that you have one. That's a great starting point. Yeah, for sure. I so I work out really early in the morning and they're not every day do I want to be there? Like this morning, I did not want to get up at 5.30 and go to bar three. Like I did not want to do it. Right. But I always say to myself, there are some people that literally can't get out of bed right. or go work out. Right. And it completely, almost immediately changes You're how like, I'm feeling. Sobers you. What? Like, yeah, it, like it really sobers you up. You're like, does. Oh. I'm like, I walk in with a completely different mindset. Right, right. Like, I get to be here. Mm-hmm. I get to move my body mm-hmm. in a way that not everybody is able to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what a Def- blessing. Definitely a mindset. I think it's also just good to be grateful for the bad things too. Because I've never gotten out of a bad thing and not learned something. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, there are things that like aren't great. But like, even though you're writing a grateful list, like write the stuff that sucks too. Mm. Just write it down and see what it is because I'm sure you'll come out of it stronger, better, understanding more, like learning, like, well, that sucked. I'm not going to do that again. Like yeah, yeah. that right there is a blessing in itself. Like yes. people don't realize those that stuff at all. So I think it's important just to write everything down, including yeah. the grateful things, but also the mm-hmm. stuff that just sucks as well right. because mm-hmm. you'll, you'll be grateful for it later. Okay. Yeah. What's another practical? Second practical would be, in my opinion, like, Really look at what do I want to do? What what do I think would be my dream job? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what is the step that I can take today mm-hmm. to start the process of doing it? Don't yep. look and say, I want to eventually own my business and make a million dollars because that's such a massive goal yes. that it becomes overwhelming that you end up doing nothing. Mm-hmm. If your goal is to start a business mm-hmm. and you don't have any sort of time of when, but let's just say you say two years or whatever. Mm-hmm. What can you do today? Today. Yeah. Big or small. Yes. Even if it's, I'm going to set up a meeting with Mm -hmm. someone that I know does it Mm -hmm. and learn how they started from the beginning. Yep. Set up a meeting, listen to a podcast, Mm -hmm. find someone that like, that you Mm -hmm. look up to in some way, start small Yeah. and start to just do something about it Mm -hmm. instead of, or, or maybe it's a mindset that you go and you're like, today I'm going to go into the job I hate and I'm going to start studying Mm. how I can do things better eventually Mm -hmm. but just take baby steps too many people try to go from zero to hero yeah they get discouraged and they're like I just I'm never gonna like I'm never gonna run my own business that's why people procrastinate is because they get overwhelmed it's too big so instead of anytime you say to yourself I'm overwhelmed or this is so big I have so much to do anytime you say that to yourself just say reframe it what can I do 
right now? Mm-hmm. What's one thing I can do yep. today, like you said? Well, it's like in that, that book, Atomic Habits, that I still haven't read, but I'm familiar with what oh. the book says. Yeah. He talks a lot about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, about like mm-hmm. little things. Yep. So something as simple as scheduling a 30-minute phone call with someone is yep. just like, listen, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm talking about yet, yeah. but I'm just like, I know one day I want to start a business. I know you do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like- just learn. Like yeah. be a, a constant learner. Yes. Jot down stuff. Jot down those journal ideas and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But think about little things and little things become bigger. Yes. You don't start working out and do a two-hour workout the first time. Mm-hmm. But as you do a three-minute workout and a six-minute workout and a nine-minute, mm-hmm. you want to do more. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. like just I think is important to think about yeah. what steps it took. Yeah, I, th- I think people are always looking at life through this lens of like, oh, where I'll be, the big goal or whatever. But like if you look, I've noticed, like, if you look in the mirror, all you can see is yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't see forward. You just see yourself. And I think if you just look at yourself, the first thing you can look at is how do I bring value mm-hmm. to what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And so if you're in your job that you don't like, like you just said, I think it's important to actually look at, okay, how can I bring value to this? Because then if I learn how to bring value to something that I hate, imagine if I could bring value to something that I love. Yep. And so learning how to, the market, the world, at whatever, pays you for value. Mm-hmm. If you bring value to a situation, mm-hmm. someone's going to pay you for that mm-hmm. at some point for something. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's what people need to focus on a little bit more is just the actual value that they bring in the small stuff because that will then transcend to like what actually happens later. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about value. And, and I think great. the lesson 2.5 in that <laughs> is maybe you're in a, a job you don't like, mm-hmm. but there's a position in the job that you would. Mm. I, I don't want ever to discourage people into thinking that you always should look to own your own business True. at all. Right. You shouldn't. Most people should not. Yes. 99% of people should not own their own business. They should work a job, mm-hmm. and it makes sense. But if you take, for example, someone that would work at, let's say, McDonald's at the start. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with McDonald's, but like at the start, you're working the register or you're flipping burgers because everyone always uses that term. Yeah. Okay, you may hate that, mm-hmm. but would you like to run one of the franchises? Mm-hmm. There's a you know, there's steps yeah. to get to those places. Yes. Yeah. So maybe you're in a job that you act, you just don't love what you're currently doing, mm-hmm. but you realize you have to start somewhere in a job. Yeah. So think about how you can go in with a new mindset of, mm-hmm. I don't mind it here. I just yeah. want to do something else. Yeah. And how can you get there? It's it's also baby steps. Mm-hmm. Talk to your supervisors and talk to the people above them or watch what they do and mm-hmm. model what they do and mm-hmm. think about their path and realize, okay, this manager's been here for seven years. This manager's been here for nine years. This mm-hmm. manager's, I'm probably not going to be a manager tomorrow. Right. But you can build and eventually have the job that you might love. Yeah. But being negative Nancy over the situation mm-hmm. will never get you to be a manager of the position. No. Right. Right. So trying to think about, okay, I don't want to own my own business. That's right, not right, for right, me right. whatsoever. But I want to grow in this company. Mm-hmm. And how can you do it? Yeah. You know what's crazy about that? Is that mindset alone makes you stand out. Yeah, because so, no, no, no one's one like else that. is thinking yeah. like that. So the moment you think like that, your actions change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your actions start to change. You instantly are like, managerial leadership is like, oh, who's that guy? You start to look for notice. opportunities. They notice you. Uh, yes. yeah. And you will make... It's funny how people notice you when you actually work hard. Like, oh, my. Inter- <laughs> yes. Interesting concept. Yeah. You ever see yeah. that? And people are like, oh, how you doing? Like, we just, like, the whole conversation yeah. started. How you doing? Oh, I'm living the dream. If you literally yeah. mean that, you know how much you stand out? Yeah. People actually are like, who the heck? Who's that guy? Especially yeah. in a place like McDonald's or, or let's just call it that kind of job because most people there mm-hmm. are miserable because it's like they're in the middle job. Of like, I just need a job right yeah. now. Right, right. So right, when right. you actually work hard for these mm-hmm. franchises oh, yeah. that are big – it is so easy yep. to, move up. to move up in those places because yeah. most people don't want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you think that people aren't making money at these franchises as mm-hmm. big managers and general managers and franchise owners of these places, mm-hmm. but it's can you be happy enough and work hard enough in the basic boring job that you got? Mm-hmm. Right. Like I thought so many times how like I would love, but I don't know if I'd ever actually do it, to get the most basic lame boring job ever at some franchise and like mm-hmm. document a year straight of like how far can i move up mm-hmm. a ladder in an in a business by simply changing the mindset of going after something <laughs> that'd be so fun and literally just trying to get a job at a, like any place such a cool and story. trying so hard to go all out yeah to see if i could jump the ladder because i'm confident yes oh that anyone could do it 
Agreed. if they actually try to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because most mm-hmm. people just do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. They clock out and they leave. Mm-hmm. And when you show up and do things differently, mm-hmm. people notice. People feel like they don't. They're never going to be noticed for that in a in a big franchise. Mm-hmm. But you do because there's even less people that do it. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And it would just be a really like I probably will never do it. Because I don't know how I do it time wise, yeah. like, but <laughs> working. For I just job. think I just think it would be yeah. fascinating yes. to do a that'd be like, a cool documentary. cool documentary. Maybe someone could fund it and we could film that process of someone Whoa. doing it. Like over so a year's cool. time. Imagine that would be really that'd really be so cool. Fun to film because I'm confident in most places you could probably yes. get a pretty good management level job mm-hmm. in under a year mm. if you worked. You could mm. probably be even close to conversations of owning a franchise by that point. Depending on what franchise you work yeah. for. Depends on what you yeah. work for. Yeah. They, literally conversations in 12 months, I guarantee, if you do it that hard, yeah. do it that well. That'd be a mad cool documentary. That'd be really for cool. For sure. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're Anybody watching wants- this and you have money, <laughs> a lot of it, we have an idea. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, I do think that that's... So there's the one side of look at how you... If you, wanna, if you think you want to own your own thing or do your own thing... Right. Start putting something in place to do it. Yeah. If you want to move up in your current place, mm-hmm. start putting things that in place to do it. Yep. The whole concept being mm-hmm. nothing changes by you doing nothing. Yeah. So that's two and two point five. <laughs> so the next point that I have is um, this this co- concept okay. called unscheduling. Okay. So if you're discontent, I'm getting nervous. You're <laughs> I like schedules. I was excited. Now I'm a little nervous now. <laughs> but it's still scheduling, but it's unscheduling. So essentially okay. the first thing normally, right? The first thing we put in there is like nine to five, right? Right. But in this concept, the first thing you put in is you actually schedule your guilt-free play time. So the things that you can do that you're completely unplugged right. and you get to be creative in, in that. And that could be taking an art class mm-hmm. or, you know, a dance class or something sure. for yourself that is guilt-free play. Yep. And then also put in your commitments as far as, you know, your driving to work or church activities, kids stuff, things like that. Mm-hmm. Then then put in your nine to five because so many people, part of why they're discontent is because you don't have any playtime. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the most important things for kids in development is actually play. Right. They learn so much mm-hmm. in how they play and interact with other people. Mm-hmm. And then we grow up and we stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's when you stop learning mm-hmm. and that's when you stop having fun. So I think that that is a huge piece of the puzzle that most people don't do is mm-hmm. schedule in guilt-free yep. playtime. I think that's great. And I think that the hardest part I think for people in that is that they, people always want to say like they just have no time. Right. Yeah. You have plenty of time. You do to do what the heck you yes. want to do with it. Mm-hmm. I had, I had to work from six p.m. when I got home, five p.m. Mm-hmm. to midnight or whatever, building this business for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. It was a choice of what I did with the time that I had. Yes, and you can all grant. Yes, I I know that I can feel like I don't have a lot of time because I have family and I have to balance mm-hmm. things. But I do know that like if I had a week to live or a month to live or Suddenly, someone was like, I desperately need your help for two hours. You think I couldn't find two hours you'd or an hour or yeah. 30 minutes yeah. or something? You'd find the time so yeah. if you needed to do something. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and, it, and I think there is sacrifice in that of mm-hmm. I didn't hang out with a lot of friends. And even to this day, I still only have so much time that I really can spend on other things because right. seasons are different. Yep. Like family and work are kind of, and my church mm-hmm. are like the only real things that I can put high priority to. Right. And then I have a tiny bit of time. But I've had that switch over the last six months of trying to hang out with people more and do things because so many times I can make all the decisions I make be if if they are if they can bring money or value to work, mm-hmm. they are a part of my life or work right. or family and right. nothing else. And it's like I realize that that's not good either. It's mm-hmm. like why we picked up disc golf and why I picked up other things. Right, right. Yeah. It's to try to create hobbies yep. that didn't bring me a monetary value or something mm-hmm. else, but just because I realize my brain needs to yes. just do something other than work right. every mm-hmm. once in a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or else you can feel like you're just kind of on right. this nonstop hamster wheel. Right. But I, I think that, yeah, finding that unscheduled time I love, and it's just, I think makes a lot of sense to just yeah. realize you have time. Yeah. Just think about what yeah. you're going to do with it. And if you learn a lot about the brain, Right. I think it was like a year and a half ago. I was like obsessed with reading books about the brain. Mm-hmm. But when you are constantly working, your brain is actually not 
in the creative mode Mm -hmm. the majority of that time. Mm So when you schedule in this play concept, and it's in a lot of books about the brain, is that it actually allows you the freedom for your brain to work the way that it's supposed to work. Right. Why do you think you get so many great ideas like in the shower or... Yeah, because you're not doing something else. Because you're not doing something else. Like your brain is... It's like like taking Spanx off your brain. I don't know. You guys know what Spanx are. It's like a female thing. (laughs) All right. right. This just got weird. That's good. (laughs) Yeah, I hope you but turn you, this around. But anyway, <laughs> feel free to edit this out if you need to. But like, it allows you to just use your brain in the way that it was mm-hmm. meant to be used. Because your brain wants to work. It's just yeah. a matter of letting it work in different areas. Right. I think is what it is. Because right. if and it's stretching it, you stretch. You have to stretch it. That's right. Yes. It's like not doing the same workout every. So I hate working out, but mm-hmm. like I know that they say you should change up what your muscles do or else so it doesn't get used to things yeah same thing that's why i think like from a from a video perspective if you're like a video person Mm -hmm. why i so recommend like doing youtube stuff for yourself right because you're the client you you're doing it for no money other than Mm -hmm. value and excitement and your own creativity with no one having to oversee anything it makes you do something yes that is not just simply tied to like the work, the client, the task. Mm-hmm. It's like it makes you create what you want to create. It makes you also see what you really love creating because what do you do when there's no money attached? Yeah. It really tells you what you love doing. Exactly. So as soon exactly. as you start to create mm-hmm. YouTube videos, if you're a filmmaker, even if you're not a filmmaker, mm-hmm. it you start to naturally talk and yeah. do what you really like to do. Yeah. Because it's not tied to what money you're making from it. That's true. I mean, there's a lot of freelancers, I'm sure, that are always like chasing, like, oh, I wish I got paid to do video, mm-hmm. paid to do video. Now that I'm on the other side of it where I am paid every day to do video, I'm like, man, I just want to do a free project here right. there because there's nobody on top of yeah. me to do yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, when I get a, an open timeline and I have no one to tell me what to do, it's like the most, like, yeah. relaxing thing for me to be mm-hmm. able to, because I can just be creative and i love right. that and i i've actually heard someone say that too where like it, it, it applies to like what you do but it also applies to who you're with as well like if you're hanging out with people that don't make you money make you happy or make you better or if you're like you're doing an activity that doesn't make you money make you happy mm-hmm. or make you better then it's like i don't know you i don't know what that thing is because it has to be one of those three things for it to be like bring you value back mm-hmm. you know what i mean and a lot of people i think just focus on the money part but they you mm-hmm. have to be happy for anything because right. that transfers over to all sorts of other things oh, yeah and then sure. also making yourself better as well you need to be stretched yes and so i think it's important like you can't just be chasing money the whole time you have to be also be made happy right. you also have to be stretching yourself yeah. because that all plays a factor into mm-hmm. your right. actual outcome i read an article uh, two days ago okay it was on um medium.com do you ever mm-hmm. yeah heard of it So he was talking about productivity in the workplace Mm. and that the most productive countries work have six hour work days. Okay. And they're actually paid more because they're more productive in the time because a lot of them use that extra time to either be with family or do things that they love or, you know, have that guilt free play time. So then when they are on, on, Mm -hmm. they are better at producing Mm because they're happier. Right. Yeah, and I think we think talked about. Yeah, and I think obviously every industry is different in that, but it's the same reason like that I've started to reformat even like how I allocate tasks, even to editors mm-hmm. of trying to make multiple things that people do in a day versus one project that is all day. Yeah, because your yeah. brain has to be able to like switch gears. Yes. for that, mm-hmm. and right. it's the same reason I think we talked about that on one podcast about the the like the with personalities and relationships mm-hmm. of realizing like some people need things other that other people don't and giving them an extra hour or giving them the flexibility to work here or work there or do things yeah it's understanding how like there are some people that are unbelievably productive out of an office there are Mm -hmm. some people that do nothing when they're out of the office but Mm -hmm. it's like what can you do to put people in the right position yeah so i think the six hour Workday thing, because there's been so many studies of different things like that. And it's like, I think that it can work in a lot. I think that it doesn't work in some. I think that it just really Mm -hmm. depends. I think the concept more Mm -hmm. is that you're actually just giving them more freedom with their other time. Mm. That internally, they're feeling more productive because they're just doing more of what they want on other times. Mm. I don't think it has much, much to do with... Like, without question, the brain can only function, and especially to create a field, for so long. So long, Like, yeah. you can't yeah. do a 14-hour editing task and 
be as effective 14 hours right. into it. Right, right, right. But I think that there are some industries that you can work 14 hours straight and mm-hmm. get the same productivity if it's like task-based and you're that kind of person. Right, right, So I don't right. think it works for everything, but I think the concept to me just feels like what yeah. it is is you're just giving people mm-hmm. freedom. Yep. And internally, their brain becomes happier, mm-hmm. which makes them more productive. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the last, let's just call it practical, but it's not even really practical, but think about your situation and realize, is the situation as bad as you're actually making it out to be? Mm. Right. And if you get to the situation you're dreaming of, will you actually be any happier? Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are just in jobs and in situations that are fine, mm-hmm. but they are nonstop just not content coming back to the mm-hmm. first part yep. of it. Right. Yep. Right. And it's like, maybe you might take out of this whole thing, you know what, I'm actually, my job's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it, I've processed it, I've journaled mm-hmm. it, whatever. Right. And maybe your mindset, your next action point is like to start being more grateful mm-hmm. and it might change your, the whole situation. Absolutely. It is not necessarily just hear this and know that no matter what situation you're in, look for the next opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. It might be look at the situation you're in and realize it's not as bad as you're making it out to be. That's mm-hmm. right. And how can you be a better mm-hmm. employee? Think about the first time that you ever walked into that interview room with that smile and the, I plan mm-hmm. to do this and I'm do this and I work right. with people and I'm really good and I'm positive and I'll bring up the energy. Be the person you were in the interview. Yeah. Right. Because people didn't hire you mm-hmm. as the person that you're currently at Probably. probably. Like more times than not. And be that person all the time. Like the next time that person, anytime somebody asks you, how are you doing? Think about that before you answer. Mm -hmm. Like just like actually be grateful for what you have going on. Because Mm -hmm. if you're like that all the time, you have no idea who you're talking to ever. Yep. Yeah. You might get a job literally just out of being positive because it happened to me. Yeah. I talked to somebody years ago and just because of the positive outlook, they were like, are you, are you looking for work? Yeah. They were like, do you, (laughs) we just like your attitude. And I was like. I had no idea what I was even mm-hmm. doing, but it's yeah. because if you actually act that way all yeah. the time, you have no idea who you'll impact. And surrounding yourself with people like you talked about that right. are very honest with you to yes. be able to point out like mm-hmm. you're being a jerk and you're like, yeah. I didn't realize it. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you have to, and if you don't have people that will actually tell you mm-hmm. the honest truth, mm-hmm. you are, there's something wrong in the situation. Yeah. Sure. You're yeah. surrounding yourself with people that are afraid yep. to tell you the honest truth, and that will not make you better at all. Mm-mm. You have to be mature enough as well to take in mm-hmm. what people say. Right. Because I think that's a, a piece of it too. Two years ago, I asked one of my best friends, I said, "Could do you see anything in me that you think is holding me back in life? And I'm, I'm like, I want, I want you to answer it honestly. And she did. She, she did. And there was a part of it that like stung for mm-hmm. a hot second. Yeah, sure. But I also was ready for it and I received it. So I think you have to be mature enough to receive mm-hmm. as well. You need the people, the good people around you, right. but then you also have to have the willingness to hear. Yeah. And then I did work very specifically on that. And to and to hear yeah and to hear and not hear to respond Mm. is something I'm trying to get listened to or react exactly yeah because a lot of times we want to justify or come up with someone's like you were doing this yeah but Mm. try to listen to feedback Mm -hmm. and not respond it's really hard Mm -hmm. but I I've just learned that it's not my best answers don't come from immediate reactions they come from attempting to be like thank you. Let me think about it when I'm not now offended yeah. in my head and be like, okay, you know what? That was valid. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then, because that's just the problem. We just don't yeah. like being told yeah. things we need to work on. We all think that we're perfect in most things we do. And so it's like, mm-hmm. it's just hard sometimes. But it's true. But I think that that we actually don't think that we're perfect. I think that we as, I am so aware a lot of times of the things that I don't do well. And sometimes I'm my biggest critic mm-hmm. and i think do you know what i'm trying to say i yeah, but that's unique though because yeah, I, was, I was gonna oh. say a lot of people are not yes aware yes is, oh, okay. is what i would think right? and it's not even that you're thinking you're perfect it's that you naturally always do what you think is correct mm. in anything you do yeah so as soon as someone says to do something different mm. the instinct is 
who are like who are you i'm correct you're not <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. it's i don't even think it's necessarily mm-hmm. that you're actually thinking you're perfect as much yeah, yeah. as hearing feedback and realizing that they could be right mm. is just a different mindset right, but most right. people are not that way right right you are like because i think both of you i would say that you're both not that kind of person at all that like thinks that they're perfect oh, yeah, yeah. but I think a lot of people are Mm. because I know that when I started a business, it's very hard to get out of the mindset of like, you're not always right because naturally you always had to be when you were by yourself. That once you start working with people, you have to be able to let go of things and be like, I've always done it this way. But that's just because no one ever threw different ideas by me. Mm -hmm. And and to me, it was really learning that like right. there, there's actually value of not always yeah. making the ultimate decision in certain right, things. Right, right, yeah. Because you sure. learn or they learn. Mm-hmm. And it's always a great mm-hmm. I think it's really fun actually to like listen to people just how they do like see like, okay, oh, you do it that way? That's interesting. Like you know in the back of your head like mm, that's wrong maybe. But like you're <laughs> like, you know what? Open mind just to listen. Mm. Doesn't mean you have to do it. Or like, just why listen. do you do it that way? Just curious. Yeah. Like, asking. Ask questions. Yeah. That's Does anybody be like, oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, see, I never thought about that way. Yeah. Yeah. I've just always done it that way because, yeah. but there once again, it's a mindset. It's true. Right. Do you want to learn? Being curious is a powerful It's being powerful curious, yeah. open. being open to learning. Being open, learning. yeah. That's right. This was fun. Yeah. So I fun. thought this was a great, a great conversation. Hopefully, you guys can take away some really practical mm-hmm. things like journaling, writing down the things that you're grateful for, right. um, you know, starting small, mm-hmm. um, being smart with your time and mm-hmm. investing having conversations with people mm-hmm. who maybe are where you mm-hmm. want to be, you can learn so much mm-hmm. from other people. Dripping coffee. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd, oh, we always love to hear, obviously, from you watching. So if you're watching or listening, we'd love for you to just comment. And whether it's takeaway from the podcast or mm-hmm. what things you've done to improve your situation, mm. because there's lots to learn from people that actually have improved their situation. So make sure you comment or DM us on any platform or share whatever, share this. If it's, if you know someone that's hating their job, Mm. maybe this will be the way that you can tell them what you maybe, maybe you resonated with some of this and you want to say it, but you're afraid they're going to be offended. (laughs) But maybe if you like share this podcast, (laughs) then we can be your, we can be your person to help the situation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but interact. We don't do this to talk to ourselves. We do it to yeah. have conversations with you. So comment, share. All the things. All the things. You know those things. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. Bye.